Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Hey, bud. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. You know, it's uh, been a uh, lovely day. Has it? Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, that's Birds good. are chirping. The sun is shining. Oh, you got your pops in today, didn't you? I, I got my... Yeah, we've talked about this pop toy obsession that I have, I guess, in the past. Yeah, it's sad, but, you know, I mean, I'm, gl- I'm glad for you, I guess. I just, I can't get enough of these mm-hmm. things. I, I've mentioned about just getting even mystery boxes of them now. I don't care which ones I get. I just need them at all times. Mm-hmm. These uh, fucking things with their dead eyes looking at me. Yeah, you just like having a wall of them staring down at you while you sleep. I, I know. I, I was looking around my room the other day and I just thought, like, this is too many. This yeah, is too I, many of these I don't think you can up. ever, like, you know, bring a, a romantic partner over to your house without them being freaked out. Yeah, I thought I, I, I've given off the vibe that I've given up on that. For people who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Funko Pop Toys. They're those little vinyl collectible dolls that are based off of pop culture things. Right. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe them. And they got uh, giant heads and just black soulless eyes. Yeah, I mean, like they make all your favorite movies, uh, Pulp Fiction, and uh, that's it. That's uh, they, they only do Pulp Fiction. Yeah, they only they have, have four hundred Pulp Fiction ones. <laughs> I got every single background of that movie. Mm-hmm. I got them all. I just like set the scenes up in my room. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> and you build a little miniature set out of cardboard, and it would be really nice. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love these things. I'm going wild with yeah, them. You act out the diner scene. <laughs> but it's, it's not about uh, you and what you're uh, fantasizing me mm. doing in my room today, Damien. Well, maybe it should be. It's about our guest today, because we have comedian Jeff Dwoskin here. Oh, my God. how are you guys oh great thank you how are you i'm doing good good to be here with you both thanks for having me thank Mm -hmm. you so much for coming yeah it's great to have you here you're uh coming from the other side of the border Mm, south of the border some might say Mm -hmm. south of the border Mm. we've uh, yes uh are you're in michigan are you in detroit I am just outside of Detroit, oh. and uh, so you guys, you guys are north. But like in Detroit, mm-hmm. Detroit's the only place you can get to Canada by going south. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. 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 A <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun little tidbit. So fun little maybe, tidbit. So I guess he's north of the border then. Yeah. Oh dang. Oh man, we messed up. It depends which which border you're talking about. Some oh, of the borders, right. no, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, we're yeah. both right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff, how's it been during all of this? Uh, because we're on like month or like feels like year eighty two on a pandemic right now. Uh, how's it been for you? Uh, thankfully, you know, uh, everyone's been healthy that I know. Uh, so that that's been good. You know, we had to fight for toilet paper early on, just like uh, everyone else. That yeah. was kind of a conundrum. But besides that, oh, I 
I mean, th- there has been some upsides, you know, like uh, I was sent home from work in March and I didn't fill my gas tank till July. So that was nice. Oh, yeah. Good money saving. Yeah. yeah. Good money saving. I did, barely drove, but then I didn't realize somebody told me that if you don't drive your car, your battery will die, <laughs> which didn't happen to me, but happened to two of his cars. So that's a, that's a thing. I guess you're supposed to drive your car. What I didn't know guy? that. Jay Leno, we've got multiple cars. <laughs> Well, you know, I got, yeah, well, I do, yeah, you know, I have my, I have a car, my wife has a car, my yeah. kid has one, yeah, so, yeah, I guess I'm practically okay. Jay Leno, and <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, besides, you know, so that, that's pretty much it, we, we used to do, like, the thing where they deliver your food, and then we mm-hmm. stopped doing that, wear the mask, yeah. all that kind of good stuff, but, um, but yeah, I mean, thankfully, everything's, for us has been okay. I know a lot of people it hasn't been, but um, so thoughts out to them. But uh, other, other than that, how about you guys? How about you guys? Yeah. I mean, like uh, we had the fight for toilet paper as well, like you were saying, and that's we're, actually coming we're, back. We're still having it. I mean, I was away for a few days and our roommate Colin used up all the toilet paper we had left. And I think it was like four or five rolls. Yeah. I guess, five days I guess we're having an internal apartment uh, fight yeah. for toilet paper. Yeah. In our house. It's getting ridiculous is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the good news is it doesn't go bad. So you just, that's, you can stock true, up, yeah. you can stock up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, like people are stocking up on it again with all of the, uh, wave two, uh, things going on. Everyone's saying wave two is coming mm-hmm. because I, we just hit record numbers again in Canada. Like yeah. we, we were down really low and now we just well, hit they right opened the up. schools back up. I mean, what did they expect was going to happen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's they're having pockets in all the schools because the kids, especially in the colleges, the kids mm-hmm. can't not party and stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. a lot of them can't. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It's uh, I think the whole key is just not flooding the, the hospitals and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, you're a comedian, too. Like, what uh, how have you been occupying your time? Are you doing like these Zoom shows and everything or what's what's going on there? Actually, I, to occupy my time, I started my own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I had been thinking about slowing down anyway. And then when COVID hit, I was just like, all right, time to, time to pull out the the equipment that I bought a few years ago. I'll start my own podcast. (laughs) The Jeff Dwoskin show. Yeah. This is the time for it. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been doing that and having fun and interviewing uh, comedians and stuff like that and actors and some other folks and so uh, having a good time with that. That's sort of become my fun, funny, creative outlet. <laughs> it, I mean, it's good. Like uh, with us uh, too, like we've been doing this podcast for close to we're on our sixth year now. Um, and during this, it's been just a lifesaver because we get to like, just talk to people other than each other over, even if it's over zoom and just having this one scheduled thing a week is just, uh, it's magical. Yeah. It's been really nice. The other nice (laughs) thing about it too, is that, uh, we usually will bring people in, but because we can't bring people here. Uh, we've been branching out a little bit more and talking to people who we otherwise may not have. So it's been really good for that too. Yeah. I found like when you reach out to certain people, like there, there's people I was able to reach out to and say, Hey, would you want to be on my podcast? Mm-hmm. That I probably couldn't have reached out to and said, Hey, you want to just chat for an hour, catch up. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know we haven't talked in 15 years, but <laughs> yeah, people are a so lot the podcast is a great excuse for that. Yeah. People have a surprising amount of free time now. <laughs> yeah. And patience. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I don't, it's gotta be hard to like have to do it where you have people in the studio. I think it's kind of a nice little thing to be able to do it remote to kind of it definitely expands who you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to get into a bit of a spookier note here though, Jeff, uh, we got to know, do you believe in ghosts? I, I, I don't not believe in ghosts. I try not to, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I believe in ghosts every time I'm in the basement by myself and I start to walk upstairs and then suddenly I find myself running for my life. I guess for that moment, <laughs> I believe in ghosts. <laughs> so you're a situational believer. Yeah. I, it would scare me too much to think about it all the time. So I don't, <laughs> I don't try to think about it, but I don't not, not believe in ghosts. It almost sounds like a fear of the dark more than, <laughs> <laughs> or just a fear of belief in ghosts. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's uh Damien's a non-believer. I'm a believer in ghosts. Um, I think, uh, yeah. Do you find it fun to believe in them or you're just pure like, I I don't want to deal with this? I like all the classics like uh, Casper and stuff like that. Yeah, the friendly <laughs> the classic, ones. The classic literature on ghosts. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> uh, since I don't believe, I just, it just it's, just, it's a rabbit hole. I just haven't gone down, you know, in terms of, what that then means, you know, are people watching me and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I do, I do know that a lot of people connect and talk to people that talk to spirits and they get advice and, and, you know, that it makes them feel good or to hear from people that have passed away, you know, so, you know, for them, that's, that's great. I just, I think it's, it's weird to think that, okay, my mom and dad died. Now they're just hanging out there waiting. It's, you think there would be like, they'd be going somewhere else, not no, just hanging no. for me. There's, so the concept of it, I can't wrap my head around a hundred percent, but no, they, they're sticking around mom, dad, grandpa. They're all watching you get naked, take a shower and all that stuff. They don't care. They're a bunch of perverts well, up there in heaven. I don't know about all that, but I do find that when I call my parents, they always want me. They miss me more, you know, like mm-hmm. as they get older, like they want me around more. So I would believe that they would just be hanging around me all the time, I guess. Do you think they're just lonely? Yeah. I th- like, they always want me over. Mm-hmm. So, well, how often do you visit, though? I mean, I haven't been there since Christmas, but I try. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, might, that might have something to do with it. There's <laughs> a pandemic going on. I'm not going to uh, bring you. I'm in the hub city. I'm not going to bring it to my parents. He doesn't want to make him a ghost. He wants him yeah. to stay. Well, I'm just saying it might be a good experiment for the show. <laughs> what? To go to my parents' place? That way we can know for sure if they're real. Well, I, I know that... <laughs> Come on, Cody. Take one for the team. Come Fine, on, bud. Fine. I'll give my mom and dad COVID. See if I care. <laughs> God, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you ever had an experience in your past, uh, Jeff, that you uh, thought could be like paranormal that you thought was like a little weird and not explainable? Um, okay. So 
when my, this is as close as I think I can come to this. So when my grandma died, I was, I was, uh, it was like the first person that had died in my family. So I'm going, I'm, and so I was listening to Steve Winwood back in the higher life and it just happened to be on. It was, he was big at the time. <laughs> it's a good song. If you, if you guys uh, haven't heard that, it's a we'll great play song. It softly in the good, background. <laughs> good album. So, and then, um, somehow that connected to my grandma and then anytime for years, years, yeah, like when I would be doing something, going to a job, anything of significance, that song would come on the radio. And so no matter where I was, whatever chance, somehow it always just kind of appeared. And so I always, I always kind of connected the two. Like it always made me feel like, okay, this is, this is the message. This is because this yeah. is the, the non, non-communication um, connection. And so, and it happened like a lot, like a lot, not like just one story, like for years, years. And like, and the, the, the thing that made, was the weirdest about it was like, you know, songs are only played during a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. And then it's rare that they'll come out, you know, when they're popular, they're popular. And then when they're not, they're not, but it would, it would always happen even well beyond that, that time frame. So, you know, that was, that's like my probably closest thing. I don't have many dreams of people that have passed away or anything like that. Mm. Sounds like you were haunted by Steve Winwood. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or a big DJ who was a fan of Steve Winwood. (laughs) (laughs) Damien's breaking it down for me. (laughs) I just, I gotta, I gotta debunk things. That's what I do. But uh, that's a nice like uh, family or a moment though, too, because like you were talking about like family being around you all the time. Like why would they be haunting you all the time? But in that case, it it seems like that's when they're saying that they are there. Right. And then possibly leaving. So, yes. Yes. I don't know much about how the afterlife construct works other than from the movie, uh, Albert Brooks movie, Defending Your Life. That seems to be the most logical way that it could work. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's a big sleazy casino that everyone's in, just playing craps. I mean, I I feel like all of our grandmothers would love to just have a casino to be at all the time. Just playing the slots for all eternity. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think that would be the dream. Um, (laughs) But what I have for you here now, Jeff, is I have a uh, would you rather here. Um, Now, our typical would you rather, the site says it's currently down. So I found another one. I, I thought on my toes and I got this. Uh, so here's one of the questions for you. Um, would you rather never get scared again or get haunted by every horror movie you ever watched for the rest of your life? <laughs> I'd rather, um, I think I would rather just not be scared again. I'm already, I'm still, I mean, isn't that the logical one to choose? I mean, I, I do, I did the one horror movie that reminds me that has petrified me since the moment I saw it is the original Poltergeist, which I think is probably the scariest movie ever. And there's like at least a handful of things in that movie that can freak <laughs> you out at any given time. You know, you got the clown, you got the eating tree, mm-hmm. the guy ripping his face off. That's cool just a, that's bodies. just a nightmarish movie. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because I saw that movie recently and I'd never really seen it before, and I'd always heard it was like such a big horror movie, but watching it like now. It, it just it 
felt like such a more like just fun movie than a scary movie to me, which I found really interesting that, that people have such a strong association with the, the spookiness of it. Oh, Carrie? I can't do the voice. Carrie Ann, right? <laughs> it's like, a, they're here. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's um, the, oh yeah, it's, yeah, that movie, if I had never seen that movie, I would be happier. <laughs> right. I love the movie. It's a great movie. It just, it scared the crap out of me. So. Oh, I, I think for me, what it, well, Spielberg was a producer on it, wasn't he? I think, I think it was, a, I think it was his movie, wasn't it? I I don't think he directed it. I think he was like he was very involved, but it, it you can really tell like the tone is very Spielberg esque in that way. I feel. Mm-hmm. It also depends on when you watch these movies, right? Exactly. Like they, yeah. uh, when you're young, they hold up so well with you, and then you, you'll take that forward with you, mm-hmm. you almost your whole life of being attached to this movie and knowing that it's scary, and those moments will scare you again because um, of a, almost like a nostalgia type thing. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the Friday the 13th movies. I remember watching those with my grandmother. And those scared you? No, no. We just had a good time watching horror movies together. <laughs> oh. <what? laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, the reason why I love these Would You Rathers is because there's always a really clear answer. Yeah. <laughs> They're never like, really tough. Why would you want to be haunted by every horror movie you ever watch for the rest of your life? It's a good excuse not to watch horror movies. Do I do maybe it. maybe some people just like would would you want to be murdered or slowly <laughs> <laughs> tortured for the rest of your life? I guess some people really like being scared. Is that the I, they must. I think it's a thrill for some people. Would you consider yeah. like um like riding on a roller coaster or like skydiving? Would would that be considered the same kind of rush? Uh, like being scared? Do you think that that ties into that mm, that's interesting because i think like that uh i don't know if i maybe thrill seeking would be a way to say it but would that that side of it be included in the not being scared anymore so like you just do it and you're like all right this is boring well i think with those rides like the first time you do it it's scary yeah and then the second time you're chasing that feeling mm-hmm. we were at universal and we were we went on the uh jurassic park ride yeah, and I'd never been. A, I'm a Disney guy. I'm a Disney guy. Okay, <laughs> so we've always gone to Disney, but we we're going to take the year off because we wanted to go to the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. So I'm with my kids, and like, oh, there's this Jurassic Park ride. I'm like, let's go on it. Now, keep in mind, I don't know anything about any ride in this entire park. They're like, oh, cool, it's a boat ride. Oh, you know, the Jungle Cruise is no big deal. Let's just go on it. So my wife won't go on it because it's a water ride, and she had done her hair. Whatever, different story. <laughs> and so. We, we go on it and it's all like, oh, this is a nice little boat ride. And then it's like, it's getting a little higher. And then it drops five feet and you're like, woo, that was scary, you know? And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then next thing you know, the Tyrannosaurus Rex head comes out, <laughs> right? The and then there, you yeah. drop literally straight down 80 feet, straight <laughs> down 80 feet. Do you know how long it takes to fall 80 feet when you don't know you're falling 80 feet? It takes, it takes like four hours. It takes four hours to drop 80 feet. And um, so we hit, we hit the ground and like we get out. The picture they had taken to this day, I wish I had bought. They snap a shot. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's eyes were like a cartoon. My youngest was like a cartoon where the eyes are like bulging. Like it was, and I wish to this day I, I had a, a copy of it. She's like, 
shut down completely. This was seriously, <laughs> and my I'm like trying to maintain, but I'm like mouthing to my wife, that was the scariest thing I've ever experienced, but I'm trying to be a tough dad to keep, get her through it. Yeah. She was a wreck for the rest of the time. But then my oldest and I, we ended up doing it nine more times. Oh, it's so, I mean? it's so good. But it was like, but doing, had we walked five feet mm-hmm. and saw where the thing came out because people stand there because it's a splash <laughs> zone, we would have seen it and probably <laughs> never even gone on the ride. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, was, it was like the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And then, and then it was the most fun thing ever because then it's like, you know, then it's like when you know you're falling 80 feet, it actually only takes a second and a half. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so, yeah, we just kept doing it. But my daughter was just, she was, she was out for the count for like six hours. <laughs> That's so funny. I still have my Jurassic Park towel from there that I use all the time. Wow. I, I mean, that, that whole theme park doesn't mess around. No, it's good. Were you, did you ever go on the Jaws ride when that was still there? Oh, that was good. I, we, I, was, I was there the year or so before they shut it down and made it into Harry Potter. Yeah. When, we, when we went, um, my sister at the time was like a baby. So she was like maybe one. And my mom asked the guy at the, at the thing, is like, is this okay for a baby? And the guy's like, yeah, she'll be fine. And uh, she was not fine because there's a lot of big explosions and a giant fireball. So she was screaming the whole time. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny for my part. <laughs> Universal has like a lot of is better technology mm-hmm. than Disney. It doesn't yeah. have like think the emotional connection, but some of the stuff that they have there technology wise is well beyond the stuff at Disney. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole Harry Potter thing. They had these three dimensional people like Christopher Walken, and he's like you think he's there. It's like it's oh, crazy, yeah? but it's but it's all three dimensional just projections he looked realer than the actual person that was standing there it was wow great it's crazy it was crazy but uh yeah jaws is gone they gave rid of all the classics but the funny thing is if you ever go back go to the terminator 2 ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like the futuristic technology it's all here (laughs) they need to to redo that you'll be able to look at a computer and talk to people it's like exactly what we're doing right now is being shown as in the future (laughs) well that one's the the live show one right where they they yeah 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 but in the beginning right yeah but in the beginning the whatever the Mm -hmm. yeah they do this whole you know up you know up in the future you know to set it up (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that. Like, cause that's, that's an old one. Like I remember I went to that one, like a, probably a decade ago. I, or I maybe was longer. More, no, I was, a lot longer than that. I would have yeah. been 15 when I went. So probably about 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that one's still going. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a, uh, one last, would you rather for you? Um, if, uh, you were an Uber driver, would you rather have Jason Voorhees get in your back seat or real life serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Jason because <laughs> you, only because uh, you'd know when to run because you'd hear that music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't have theme music, That's so it's a, it's a it's a it's a huge differentiator, I think. Yeah, you just know that Jason's having a good ride, and then as soon as the music starts playing, just quickly pull over and jump out. See, for me, I would take Jeffrey Dahmer because I know his credit card's actually going to work. 
I doubt Jason Voorhees has good credit or any credit. Really. All about that money, dude. You know? yeah, if you're driving about Uber, you need every fare. That's all I'm going to say. I guess the other positive with Jeffrey Dahmer would be is if you just had food in the car, you could feed him, and then he wouldn't be hungry. That's true. Yeah, yep. just have a box of faces for him to chew on. Yeah. Here. <laughs> mm. Ugh. All right, I'm going to let you. I just had this burrito. <laughs> you go. You go ahead now. <laughs> Good. Catch you next time. But on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. What? We positions beforehand. Uh, Jeff, do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh, I will be playing a celebrity. Ooh. I don't. Did we? We didn't pick a celebrity, did we? <laughs> We're about to right now. Yeah. Yes, yes. I draw the button on a random celebrity generator here. It's about to give you four options, and for your options, you have uh, Tom Cruise. Courtney Cox, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, and C.S. Lewis. <laughs> we took a turn towards the end there. Wow. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, do you have um, uh, any of these impressions in your back pocket? Uh, C.S. Lewis you've been doing on, uh, on the road. <laughs> Isn't that the author? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, Chronicles of Narnia guy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's the, uh, these are fun. Hmm. I think the only one, I, well, I'd, I'd love to do either Tom Cruise or Courtney Cox. Well, I guess McConaughey. That's. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you have a great Monica. <laughs> I, I bet. Uh, all right. We'll, tr we'll try Monica, just because. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you're not stricken to that character. They just have to appear at least once. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, and uh, Damien, what did you draw? I drew the swing. So that means I have no responsibility. Well, other than, you know, participating, but... No responsibility. No responsibility. Extra. <laughs> um, and I got the narrator. And for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word. What would you like today? Um, let's do a uh, word. Palace. 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 The spooky palace mm -hmm. with Courtney Cox. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, come one and all. Let me tell you the tale of our fair king. Up there, on top of the hill, in the Golden Palace. Ooh. Yeah, we see the palace. What's the big deal? Uh, I'm, I'm setting the scene for you, children. Oh. Listen here. The king sits up on his golden throne in his golden palace. But it wasn't always like that. Oh, no. There yeah, was yeah, once. We remember last summer they painted it gold. It used to be brown. Oh, so you already know the story then? Yeah. Well, do you know how they, uh, they came up with that color to no. paint it? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in the hardware store that day when they were choosing color palettes. All right. Well, then tell us that story then. Well, I will. So there I was, standing in the hardware store. The Rona hardware store. Oh. 
Oh, Mr. King, what can I do for you today? Um, I am looking for a paint. Mm. I would like my palace to stand out more than the rest. Oh, okay. Well, uh, why don't we come over to the color wall here and maybe we can get an idea of what kind of palette you're looking to put on that palace. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Well, we got this uh, royal purple that's quite elegant. Purple? It is a royal... Oh, don't go with the purple. I'm Courtney. <laughs> it <laughs> stains. Courtney, come... You'll never get the stains out. <laughs> it shows oh, everything. Miss Cox, I, I, I'm just going to have to ask you, to, you do this every weekend. You come in here and you interrupt my paint sales. I'm just saying, you want to go with a non-finish? <laughs> Listen, if you want a job here, you just got to apply for it online. I can help you with the application if you need. Wait a minute, you're saying I could work here? <laughs> totally. You don't have to just hang out. You could get paid to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell you what, how about as a hmm. trial run, I'll let you help the king figure out what color to paint the palace. Yeah, yes, I, I, I would actually like this because you were saying that the purple stains. I can't have stains all over my royal gob. I'm saying what it rains. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm saying that. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it seems that. I'm uh, saying I should have gone with Tom Cruise. <laughs> the... <laughs> seems Miss Cox has got a frog in her throat. It's okay, uh, Courtney. I, I think I completely get what you're saying. That it it will stain, and if uh, I rub up on it, then my I'll I'll be purple. Is that? I'm saying if you go with a deeper gold, it will just not show the everyday stains that a castle can get from the fire breathing dragons and the other onlookers. Plus, it'll be nice and shiny for you. Oh, so everyone all around the land will see your big gold palace. Up on top of that hill. Oh, no, 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 no. That is something I might like. Yeah, you're saying that everyone would see my gold palace, that it would be shiny. And even if I did get stained by it, Courtney, which I don't know, you know that paint dries, right? It's not going to just stay wet. Oh, yeah, I'm going to advise you not to paint in the rain. Oh, okay, that's the problem. You've been yeah, painting yeah. in the rain. Uh, Courtney had to leave. <laughs> uh, are you her manager? I'm her, I'm her handler. The uh, look. I'm also a, a king on the west side. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna go with a, a castle, just maybe go with a uh, a heavier color that doesn't uh, pick up the uh, the the shine from the sun, and also uh, you know the the common uh, dirt that a dragon will drag in. Well, let me uh, let me question you on this, uh, uh, sir. You said you're a king on the west side, uh, yet you are a part-time uh, Courtney Cox's assistant. It's 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 an interesting backstory. I um, the king thing doesn't actually pay, so I work with Courtney Cox to kind of just get some. But yes, I am royalty, and that's how I get my big name clients like Courtney Cox and. Matthew McConaughey and oh, Tom Cruise. I, I get it. I mean, I may be the manager at the paint department here, but on the weekends, I sell homemade candles. Oh, you're a candlestick maker. Well, my wife is. I just sell them. 
Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, you were too. You were too. Uh, yeah, just like jobs. the king. Yeah, just like the king. Yeah, king. beholden to a woman. Now, my what, wife. <laughs> king, may I ask you this? What kind of terror has your kingdom become that you can't just be a king like me? You see me? I'm in here. I don't need a second job. I'm here just buying gold paint. All right, Mr. King, that's going to be $428 for all that gold paint. Oh, my God. I'm going to need a second job. (laughs) And so the king looked for a second job, going throughout the streets, looking for opportunities. You see, that gold paint, it doesn't come cheap, children. Oh, no. The king would have to find that job. But then on one windowsill, he saw it. A help wanted sign. He walked in, and, well, from there on, his life changed forever. Howdy do there, mate. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to me shop. What can I do for you? Um, I'm looking for a job. A job, eh? Well, you're in luck. I need an assistant to run the till so I can sell my wares to everyone in town. Assistant to the till. Yeah, till. The till is my boss and I'm the assistant. Yeah, you're assistant to the till. The till is higher up in the food chain than you, just below me. You know what? I, I... Higher up in the food chain, uh-huh. I am the king, damn it. Yeah. The king rips off his fake mustache. The king. Oh. I can't. Listen, I'm from out of town. I just opened up, so I don't know no kings yet. Uh, I, I, well, and you, if you're going to work here, I'm the king. You're going to have to get to shop. know me. Okay. I'm going to have to get what? You're going to have to get to know me if you have a shop in my kingdom. Do you want to? Go for dinner or something? Maybe? I don't know. Will you pay me? Pay to go to dinner? I need a second job, sir. If I'll hire you, I'll pay you. But, you know, you wanted to get to know me a little better, you know? Mm, Is there not a quicker way for me to just find money where I don't have to labor? Well, listen, as a salesman, I make my way all about the land, finding all kinds of things. Now, you see, I sell fine copper pots, but okay. uh, I have no need for jewels. So I came across this cave filled with jewels, but I don't need them. I need pots. Okay. And there was a cave next door filled with pots, so I took those and left the jewels. So there's a cave full of jewels, you say? Mm-hmm. And it's close. Closed? No, they're open. Close. Close. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> Just uh, you got to go down the alleyway, up the hill, into the marsh, and then through the forest. Mm, seems like a shortcut to get what I want. Yes, I'll do it. I'll go into the cave. I'll take the jewels. Thank you, sir. Ah, not a problem. You, you, you still want the job? No. Uh-oh. I got the jewels now. Well, can I interest you in some copper pots? Uh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll be back. All right. That's going to be, uh, $682. I said, maybe I'll be back. I didn't even give you one that I wanted. I I figured the kingly set. Oh, and so the king stormed off going towards the cave. 
but what he saw in front of him was nothing but a locked door and a loose contract. Um, hmm. Contract here. Sell my soul for entry into the cave. Interesting proposition. Mm, but I don't... Can I answer any questions on the contract you might have? Oh, this is your contract. Uh, good. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering what you mean by soul exactly. By soul, I mean the uh, innards of your inside that control your inner being that would uh, dictate everything that you do moving forward. Mm-hmm. And you've done this before. Oh, many happy souls are in that cave right now. I wish I could show you, but you have to sign to get in. Well, uh, let me... I'm close to signing right now, but have you noticed that people are happier once they uh, sell their souls to you? Yes, and if, would I, did I happen to mention that if you sign, you get a, a Snickers bar. If that sweetens the deal at all, I... It, uh, it sweetens my sweet tooth, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, your highness. Oh. Please forgive me. I was listening in the bushes as I do. I am Please a, ignore the man in the bushes. <laughs> I once <laughs> sold my soul for a Snickers bar, too. Oh, yeah? Yes. And? Now I'm an old man. I was once 15 years old. 15 when you signed the contract? Yes. And now you're old? Yes. Oh, my God. That's I- what time does, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this was <That's-> yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday? <laughs> yes. Uh, time doesn't work like that, Mr. Devil Boy. And because I had no soul, I couldn't enjoy the Snickers bar. And because I have no teeth, I couldn't chew the Snicker bar. And because I'm old, I fell down on my bottom. Oh. <laughs> okay. The man in the bush is spreading nothing but fake news and lies. He's, uh, first of all, he's never even had a Snickers bar. He doesn't even know what a Snickers bar is. Then why do I have the wrapper? Why do I have the wrapper? <laughs> it's people. <laughs> but, uh, listen here, listen here. Uh, uh, why would you be missing teeth? The contract only says a soul. You wouldn't lose your teeth because of it. It's because I'm old and they fell out. And then I didn't get dentures yet. Uh, they're being made for me. So what you're saying is that a soul is the only thing that keeps us young. If I could direct you to the fourth paragraph in the contract, it clearly states the dental portion of your protections with the soul. So this man in the bush is clearly lying because had he signed this contract, dental is fully covered, fully covered. I mean, the dentures are being paid for by this man, but... The fact that I need them so soon is the sad part. Yeah, but it, it's very interesting. Well, yeah, you if you want things soon, don't deal with Canadian socialized medicine. The come over to the states, and uh, we got, we have a USA doctor and uh, dentist over here. We'll get you in right away. All you need is the right amount of money. I guess so. The there's no socialized medicine in well, this case. Our dental isn't covered by that. So, I mean, I guess that doesn't matter. Wait, if you've signed the contract and been in the cave, then you must have already taken all the jewels. What? There were jewels? Why did you want to be in the cave? I thought it would be fun. 
Just an exploration? Yes. You mustn't have got very far if you didn't see the jewels. Uh, there were ju- you didn't tell me there were jewels in there. You just said there was a mini fridge filled with uh, Sprite. Well, that's why you lost your teeth. Well, what? Because I wanted a Snickers and a Sprite. First of all, everyone knows you don't lose your teeth with Sprite. You lose it with Mountain Dew. So this is just ridiculous. Wait a minute. Let me just sign the contract. <laughs> this is Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> crafty, crafty, crafty. Oh, I guess it makes sense because we're on the mountain. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've been looking over this contract. I see uh, the dental is uh, 80% covered. That's pretty good. Uh, I must admit. Um, hmm. uh, yeah, I think I will sign it, despite what you say, old man. Okay, I guess. There you go, Mr. Devil. What? Thank you. The soil extraction process will be taking place in the next two to three minutes. We ask that you hold on to something. Grounded. Uh, uh, this old man that can't get off his bottom. What? <laughs> I have to hold on to you. Oh, oh, you're gripping my skull so firmly. <laughs> Stop grabbing the man's skull, sir. All right, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to ask you to step inside the cave. The man in the bush. Uh, we're gonna have to ask you to please stay behind. <laughs> oh, you mean I can't finally see the jewels? <laughs> There's no fam, no family jewels for you. No re-entries, huh? Wow. All right. Well, I'll wait here for you, Mr. King, if I don't die by then. And so the king walks in and the ground begins to shake. The king tries to hold on to everything around him as the devil sits and laughs. Oh. You've got it now. Now, where to the jewels? How far in? There are no jewels, sir. The man in the bush spoke no lies. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so, so what? I get nothing? Perhaps you should have Googled devil contract, sir, before <laughs> signing away your soul. Fine, yes. I'll do it now. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's saying, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I just give away my soul and I am not guaranteed anything in return. That was the immediate search on the Google. Oh, I bet you <laughs> feel like a right idiot, your highness. You. Yeah, you didn't want to go for dinner with me, so I made a deal with my pal, the devil, to take your soul. In exchange, I'll get your castle and I can paint it whatever color I like. I should have known by you saying that you're from down under. I never said that. Well. I said I was from out of town. Yeah, well, I made assumptions. (laughs) So what do you, what now? We told you we're going to take your soul. I'm going to take your castle and all the pots within. There's no pots. sell them at a discount. I need to make this clear. There is no copper pots in my castle. I need to make that clear. Well, I guess I'll just have to fill it with my own copper pots. You know, not my castle. I got the soul vacuum, devil. Where do I stick it? (laughs) Stick it right in his mouth, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
You've got my soul now. What more do you want? Can you sign the contract? What do you mean, sign another contract? For Just sign it. Why? Come on, do it, old man. Come on. Okay. Come on, you soulless bum. Uh, oh, the castle's mine. I'm going to Ronan. No, the castle wasn't a part of the first contract. You made it sound like you already had it. Plus, I get to That's pa- the problem with selling your soul, sir. Plus, I get to Everything's take sort of up in the air. Pull your pants down in a comical fashion. What? Oh, God. Why was that in the contract? Right here. Oh. And now we're going to film you slipping on this banana and put it on TikTok. No, I'm going to follow my butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what a good joke that was of the king falling on a banana. Guys, can I come in and watch it happen in real life? I'm still outside. I just saw it on TikTok. Can I come in? (laughs) The king crawled out of the cave and sat beside the other old man, both of them sitting on their butt in the mud. Well, at least I have a friend now, right? No. Spooked. That was a scary story. That was pretty scary. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know where I didn't know where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just shows like, you know, the the consequences of greed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't want to work hard for the money. So hard for the money. Uh, and he tried to take a shortcut and uh, came and bit him in the butt. <laughs> yeah. A tale as old as time, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then the unknown part is that he went on to be a TikTok famous and that, that ruined his life after he turned to drugs and alcohol. <laughs> That's the part we didn't even, we didn't even get to. That's uh, true. TikTok is a gateway drug. That is a tragedy <laughs> of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff, let's do some plugs here. Um, where can everyone follow you? Everyone can follow me uh, on the World Wide Web at jeffisfunny.com. That's my podcast website for the Jeff Dwoskin Show. Also, jeffdwoskinshow.com, but I'm going to guess you don't know how to spell Dwoskin, so let's just go with jeffisfunny.com. Kind of get you to somewhat to the right area, and then follow... You can follow the podcast on Apple, Amazon, Music, everywhere podcasts are. Like and subscribe, but also like and subscribe to our spooky friends here as well. We could use uh, the reviews and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah. So hook us all up. Helps us all out. And on Twitter, I'm at Jeff Dwoskin Show or my personal at Big Macher, which is B-I-G-M-A-C-H-E-R for those not fluent in Yiddish. So the um, there we go. That's uh, where you can find me. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com and you'll see a full profile on Jeff with direct links to his social medias. Spooked. Spook. Spooked. Am I allowed to say it too? Spooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 